Listeners, welcome back to Titanic Minute, your daily podcast. We discuss the movie Titanic Minute by Minute. I'm your co-host, Rob, and joined as always by my good friends, Joe in the Sky of Diamonds and Don't Let Me Duff. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for that beautiful intro. Yes. Um, We're at minute 60, guys. One hour into this movie. Um, Only five hours to go. We are, for all intents and purposes, I'd say we're a third done because it's 194 minutes, but about yep. six six of those are credits. So it's, you know, we're, we're we're a third done with this thing. That's right. People didn't think we'd make it through, and here we are, one hour in. If this if this were an episode of Diagnosis Murder, everything would have wrapped up, and the murder would have been diagnosed. <laughs> Thank um, you for that timely reference. Yes. There are very few crime shows these days, so I understand why you had to pull that one. (laughs) Uh, Minute 60, guys. In this minute, we uh, meet some of Titanic's richest passengers. Um, But we start with Rose introducing uh, Jack to Cal and Ruth. Cal, once again, doesn't recognize him. And then... He owns him. Oh, he owns him with amazing. You could almost pass as a gentleman. <laughs> okay, who? Uh, here's where I I'm gonna get a little upset. All right, there are a lot of people out there to, that defend Cal. Mm-hmm. Rob being one of them. What's so wrong far? With you? So far? So far? Not. How could you defend him now? This. He's look at look what's happening. We have his fiance is on the arm of some scallywag some chud (laughs) scallywag so he's gotta you know show his alpha dominance over him he's been backed in this is like the baron revenant (laughs) all right (laughs) who did not rape leo did not rape leo that's That's official statement but but how could you how could you defend this way of owning him i'm not defending well i, I am i am defending it, it i is, wouldn't it's a solid own but entirely uncalled for that's what owns are <laughs> no but you i mean usually they deserve it yeah what did jack do i mean a, a true earned own is deserving in my opinion it's like like every ted cruz tweet deserves to get owned okay that's true yeah. Um, um, like, like, how can you put Jack's behavior up next to Ted like Cruz? Jack. Jack is having some earnest. Um, Hemingway. God damn it! <laughs> uh, <laughs> Scared stupid. Uh, but Jack. Jack is earnestly Go doing his doing his best. The importance I, of. I do not think being. he deserves to be owned this way. Okay. Well. All right. So you're Cal. This this sexual assault rapist man saves your wife or saves your fiance. By the way, that is the least popular ex man, sexual assault rapist man. <laughs> yes, it's it, by far. Um, and uh, and you're like, oh, you know, I'll give him twenty dollars. Which stuff you and I talked about? It's a lot of money. We would have taken it. Um, you know, Rose gets all uppity about that, and then he's like, oh, I'll invite him to dinner and own him at dinner when he shows up in his suspenders 
And then, you know, somehow Jack here's hoodwinked Molly Brown into giving him her kids' clothes. Yeah, I mean, Cal Cal is upset because he was expecting Jack to show up in a burlap sack. That's right. And now him and his one percenter buddies don't get to laugh at him. So now he's got to, you know, show his dominance over over. Exactly. Thank you, Duff. Um I'm not defending Cal. I'm just like breaking it down. Like yeah. Cal's, Cal's still being an awful person. And I don't know how you're defending him. <laughs> um, they descend the stairs here. And so now this is them moving on to, I think this is now D deck. Um, Cal is escorting Ruth. Rose's mom has got her arm. Um, and then Jack is escorting Rose. What do you guys He's think? Like- if you were Cal, would you be comfortable with that? Here, this c- kind of corresponds to the question. So we're not quite there yet, but we know that Rose and, by proxy, her mom are in this for the money. Yep. And does that make Rose's mom a lot nicer to Cal? Like, is she just buttering him up? Yes. That's my theory about why they're walking on the stairs together. Oh, okay. So you're saying it's less about Cal buttering up Ruth, but Ruth buttering up Cal. Yeah. I don't know about that. Like, you don't, do you? Well, some guys, like, actually care about the opinion of their potential mother-in-law. I know maybe you guys don't, but um, (laughs) I think he clearly needs her favor if he's going to... Mary Rose. And it actually turns out to be absolutely 100% true because she's the only one that wants her to marry him. Yeah. That's true. Um, I will say the costumes are incredible, especially in this sequence, this like week we've had seeing all these like high society costumes. I mean, this one best costume design, didn't it? Yeah. I, I can't imagine it did not. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, the... Uh, Rose starts to introduce some real life people to Jack. So our, goss- our gossip corner now. That's right. I did a little. I did a little research. Um, the Countess of Roth, which we've talked about her. She's a hero. Um, John Jacob Astor, Jingleheimer Schmidt, <laughs> who was an American businessman, a real estate. He's an investor, inventor, writer. He invented the bicycle brake and helped develop a turbine engine. And he built the Astoria Hotel in New York, uh, which was next to the Waldorf Hotel. They would eventually become the Waldorf Astoria Hotel, which is, you know, an incredibly famous hotel um, in New York. And it would actually host the inquiries into the Titanic later on in real life. I have I have a question. So he he invented the bicycle brake. That's apparently. Yeah. (laughs) Did the bicycle come first? Were people just riding bikes around with no brakes? I mean, yeah, it's like uh, um, like a skateboard. Kinda. What do people do? What's the trendy way to ride a bike now that all the all the hipsters do? Fixed gear. Did he ever consider uh, inventing a brake for a ship so it could stop? <laughs> <laughs> that was his next project, tragically. Um. So, uh, and, and how did you, and how did they die? John Chicapaster dies on the Titanic. Drowned. Um, yeah, drowned. <laughs> <laughs> the default answer for how they die, drowned. Uh, 
uh, his net worth was uh, eighty-seven million at this point. Gee, um, that's and insane. that's that must be like what ha- half a billion dollars or so. Uh, great question, Duff. Um, it's the equivalent of two point six billion today. Two point one six billion today. Here's the thing. So if he didn't drown, he should have been put to the guillotine then. <laughs> how do you think that compares to uh, rich people of this uh, this day? Uh, I mean, obviously that's filthy rich, but I know didn't Jeff Bezos make like nine billion dollars in a weekend or something? Uh, Jeff Bezos is uh, currently the richest man in the world, a richest person in the world, ninety point six billion. That's a lot. So this this rich guy that we all sort of like hate in this, <laughs> you know, we're, or I, I don't I guess we have no reason to really hate him at, at this point. In this I movie. hate him, um, but you know we're sort of bent to like, oh look at this high society, these rich people. His even with inflation, um, he's worth like one forty fifth of Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Joe, this is where you come in. <laughs> All right, we're, so we're an hour into the movie. Explain to me why we're supposed to be worried that this ship is going to sink. What do you mean, why we're supposed to be worried? Yeah, I mean, like, I want it to sink now. <laughs> oh, because of all these people? Yeah, I mean, they're awful. And and the only person that we've met that we kind of like is Jack. In Molly Brown. Fabrizio. We've already forgotten. Most people have forgotten about him. By no, now. we're I'm talking about like, your average listener. Likes Jack. Likes Rose, kind of likes Molly Brown too, and we they the one characterizing trait of two of those three people is that they're extremely resourceful. So if the ship sinks at this point, you're like, yeah, they'll probably, they'd probably figure out a way to make it, right? That's what Jack does. Yeah, I mean, I also think this this ship needs to go down, and all of these awful people <laughs> need to go down. With it. Oh my god. <laughs> And that is Happy Hour Friday. Well, uh, I, I, they're, they're reprehensible human beings. And even Rose thinks so. Yes, Rose does think so. Um, I, think, I think the point is, is to show how, like, how much of America's wealth went down with this ship as well. I mean, I get yeah, and, it, and it, it, there's just been equality ever since. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I want to one quick point on the guy on John Jacob Astor. He is portrayed by Eric Braden, who is known in uh, he was in the Young and the Restless as Doctor Victor Newman. So if any uh, Young and the Restless Newman out there, Newman, <laughs> um, straight a uh, good good manly striking face, very yeah. like he really stands out. Yeah, um, and his wife Madeline, who um, we find out from Rose, is in delicate condition. Um, that's a fun way to describe pregnancy, huh, guys? <laughs> yeah. So, I so love no. I love old timey ways of hinting that someone is pregnant like that or in a bad way. <laughs> What's in a yeah. bad way? He's oh, that's a great phrase. I like that. He's in a bad way. Oh, he's in a bad way. That's not how you say someone's pregnant, though. I've heard I've heard it referred to that she's in a bad way. I've heard that. What? What? <laughs> What's what's with her? Uh, she's in a bad way. <laughs> I I swear I've heard it. <laughs> she's in a bad. No, you've not heard it. I <laughs> have. That is ridiculous. I've heard. No that. one has ever said that. I don't like. I don't have the person in my mind who said it to me, but I've heard that. 
What was wrong with them? <laughs> they were in a bad way. They were in a yeah, their hormones. Because <laughs> from being way. in a bad way. Oh, I do have the backstory, guys, on Madeline. Yeah, because she's real. Um, yep. Uh, so John Jacob Astor uh, was married. He got a divorce in 1909, and he married Madeline in 1911. So they are newlyweds. She was 18. He was 47. Uh. <laughs> I mean, it could have been worse. It could have been a child bride or something. Well, if they're 18 when they she got married, I doubt he met her when she was 18. And now she's well, 19 and she's in a bad way. Nope. So they went on an extended honeymoon, and Molly Brown went with. She Maybe was... she sunk the ship to get rid of his old ass. <laughs> she went. Uh, Molly Brown went with. She was one of the few um, socialites who, uh, you know, with this big scandal, didn't um, you know disown her friendship with them. And then she got pregnant because they went to Egypt and all around. Um, she oh, got pregnant because they went to Egypt. <laughs> that's why they got pregnant. No, not because. <laughs> That's what happens when you go to Egypt. Yeah, she became a mummy. Well, it is. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it is very near the Fertile Crescent. That's right. And uh, they wanted to have the baby in the U.S., thus Titanic. Um, guys, do you want to play another game of how did they die? Drowned. Drowned. <laughs> she died of a heart ailment in Palm Beach in 1940. She was 46. She survived. So I, lo- I love how the basically the two answers, and this makes sense based on the, the demographics of who survived Titanic, is that how did they die is either going to be a horrible icy death in the Atlantic or just ate too much fatty food in Palm Beach. Yeah. <laughs> um, she was betrayed by Charlotte Chatton who played uh, Emma in Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. Joe, I know you and I are uh, big Dr. Quinn fans. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no one can sully that show. Um, you have Benjamin Guggenheim is the last person we see here. Um, so Guggenheim, obviously, is a name everyone knows. Uh, inherited a great deal of money from his father. Uh, Joe. Oh, weird how often that happens yep. with the wealthy. You'll love it's this weird. one, Joe. Due to business concerns, he grew distant from his wife and was frequently away from their New York City home. He maintained an apartment in Paris, France. Mm. Interesting. Um, Typical. He um, is uh, his mistress, Madame Aubert, is a French cabaret singer. She survived. She survived. And the re- big winner in all this is Mrs. Guggenheim, who is home with the children. So, um, he's portrayed, uh, Benjamin Guggenheim is portrayed by Michael Insign, who you will know from the hotel manager in Ghostbusters. Oh. Mm, it's a fun nice. one. Uh, that guy rules. Actually. Yeah. That's like a, that's a very memorable small part. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, as we sort of wrap up this minute, I have a couple, uh, we have our, our Friday casting rumors and Friday mailbag, which is a new feature. Do you guys have anything else for this minute? Nope. Nope. Can't wait for this ship to sink, except that the pores are going to die, and that <laughs> sucks. Yeah. So, um, casting rumors. Um, Winona Ryder as Rose. What do you guys think? Mm. Would have been good. I think she would have been good. I this think is... could have. Well, yeah. I, I think in terms of looking the part, uh, she would have worked. But Winona Ryder is 
at times a good actress, but uh, she's no Kate Winslet. Uh, she also could have played Old Rose too, as proven in Edward Scissorhands. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I don't think her and James Cameron would have gotten along. Mm, who does James Cameron get along with besides Schwarzenegger? That's true. She, um, she could have gotten along with him as long as most of his marriage lasts. So, <laughs> <laughs> guys, it's time for a mailbag. Um, if you want to uh, send us a mes- message, you can at titanicminute at gmail.com. Then about two months later, uh, yep. we will actually get to it. That's right. That's why you need to keep listening. <laughs> um, this is from our super fan, Kate. Kate is uh, always engages with us on Twitter, uh, both for Tombstone and for Twitter. Number uh, one fan of the show. Tombstone and for Titanic, you mean? What did I say? Twitter. She's also a huge fan of Twitter, I guess. <laughs> Um, she said that, uh, let's read this. I was 14 when Titanic came out. It was also the same age when I got my first boyfriend. Anyway, on one of our beginning dates, my high school boyfriend, John, and I saw Titanic. Our first date, we saw a movie called Desperate Measures in the theater. And then I made a cassette tape of My Heart Will Go On on repeat, both sides. Oh, no. (laughs) Except the third song on both sides was either the orchestra version or another version of it. I cannot remember. But we used to talk on the phone for hours, and we would start the tape at the exact same time, and we did that for months. (laughs) Oh, my God. Anyways, we broke up for a stupid reason because I can't remember, and he told me that he never even cared for the movie Titanic and that he slept through the whole thing except for the boob scene. (laughs) 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 I was so upset. Because I was 14, I never had to deal with anything bad in my whole life. Anyway, I didn't watch the movie until 2010 when I was house-sitting for a lady. Um, so, yeah, that's her story. And uh, that's pretty incredible. <laughs> I just love how that was his – he cowed her right there. That was, that was a cow move. Yeah. That's some. Uh, that's very good high school behavior right there. <laughs> it's perfect. I didn't even like the movie. I just watched it. For the boob scene. <laughs> I will say, I if he didn't like the movie, he must have been really kind of like internally cringing when he listened to a tape that was just my heart will go on on repeat. <laughs> Both sides. Both sides. So, Kate, he must have felt something for you, but he uh, well, he was uh, a liar. So, good thing yeah, he moved on. He, Kate, we're glad that you found three men who share, well, two, occasionally another one, who share your love of Titanic. Uh, What you should do is you should join Titanic Minute Steerage on Facebook. It is our listener society. It is fantastic. People are listening and posting things that make us laugh. Um, You can find it on Facebook as Titanic Minute Steerage, or you could just go to titanicminute.com slash steerage, and that will redirect you to it. Uh, and also, you know, we're an hour in. You've listened to this a lot. Go on iTunes. Write us a review. We've already gotten one star review that we, you know, we need you to come on there and comment. By the time that. this airs, we may have gotten more. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> we already have one. Um, so you could go up there and do your part. Also, sign up for our Sinking Feeling newsletter. Yep. Sinking Feeling at titanicminute.com slash newsletter. And listen, we're an hour in. We got plenty. We have plenty more content. 
we haven't have even to. we haven't even seen any boobs. There's been no iceberg. We got yep. a lot to go. We haven't even we've just scratched the surface, but we will plunge beneath it soon enough. Mm. Absolutely. All right. Well, we'll be back next week, full steam ahead <laughs> on Titanic Minute. Yeah.